welcome today into the studio with me and my wife, Eliana. So blessed to have you here, amen, to be a part of our Kingdom Concepts program. Our prayer, amen, is that God will use the things mm -hmm. that he gives us to release to you, that he'll use those words to help equip you, amen. We want to equip you to have a strong family, amen. We want to help you, amen, to, to build your leadership and make it strong. And we want to do things that ignite people's passion, That's amen. Right. We That's serve right. such an awesome God, amen. And our prayers as we seek the Lord concerning, you know, what content he has us to share God knows the audience, and God knows exactly what you need to hear, amen, when you need to hear it, amen. And so we're so blessed to have you with us. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe, amen, to this program. Every Monday, we'll send you a new episode, amen, to help start your week, amen. And if you haven't, you can go back and binge watch every episode we've ever created. Amen. It's wonderful, wonderful content. We always have great guests that are yeah. here in the studio with us. Amen. And we, again, just want to be a blessing to you. So we thank you for spending this time with us today. We appreciate it. We, we really, really do. Amen. We want to make a difference. Amen. We want to help people the way we were helped. That's right. Amen. Today, we're going to be continuing a new series that we began I recommend you go watch last week's if you haven't watched yeah. it, though I do. Yeah, I would definitely watch it because we're talking about spiritual warfare, but we're really zooming in on a, a very huge part yes. of spiritual warfare. This is the place where you either win it or you lose it, and that is the battlefield of the mind. Mm -hmm. um, in our last episode, we were able to identify, amen, who our enemy is mm -hmm. because you can't fight if, you know, if you don't know who your enemy is, you don't know how to fight him. We also talked about the weapons that God's given us. Amen. God has given you an arsenal. Amen. Some mighty weapons to help you have victory. Amen. Over your adversary, the devil. And so go back and watch that. Amen. It, it'll add to, amen, what we're going to be sharing with That's you guys right. today. Right. Today, amen, since we've already talked about who our enemy is, Ephesians chapter 6, we war not against flesh and blood. It's against powers, principalities, rulers yes. of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. That's Ephesians 6, 12. And we also know that the weapons of our warfare, according to 2 Corinthians, you know, chapter 10, verses 3 through 7, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal because our enemy is not. Amen. But the weapons we have, the Bible says that they are mighty through God. That's right. Amen. To the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. Taking every thought into the captivity of Christ, taking it to the word of the Lord. And this is something that you and I had to learn, mm -hmm. Yes. you know, and, and I'll say this. If you're taking notes, amen, grab a notepad, grab your Bible. You're going to want to take some notes. The greatest battlefield that you will ever find yourself in is the battlefield of the mind. This, this is where you win it. This is where you lose it. Your mind is a battlefield. Amen. You're dealing with forces, amen, that are unseen. And our adversary, he's cunning. I mean, yes, yes. Satan's been working for centuries, you know, against people, perfecting the art, amen, of creating what I call mind crime. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, just really messing with people's heads. And it's important for us to understand how to win that battle. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we are triune beings, amen. You are made up of a body, a soul, and a spirit. That's right. Your body, amen, is your senses. It's your sensory, you know, what you see, what you hear, what you can taste, what you can touch, you know, that, that's your body, amen. Your spirit is your conscience, you know, it's that part of you that connects with God, but your soul, amen, is your mind, it's your will, 
and it's your, your emotions. emotions. Yes. And the Satan is always after the soul. Why? Because if he can get a hold of someone's head, amen, then he can begin to set up strongholds in the way that you think. And if he can change the way that you think, he can change the way that you live. Mm -hmm. And then he'll go from that into your emotional realm, into your will, to where you're doing things that you don't want to do or you have no control, like with your anger and stuff. So these are huge things. And we're going to be talking about strongholds, but we're going to be talking about that in an, an upcoming episode. But today we want to talk about the battlefield of the mind, again, which, you know, it's that soulish realm. Do you remember when we first got saved? The, the, the things that we dealt 30, with? Uh, how long ago was that? 1992. 1992, so 30 years? This year will be 30 years. Mm -hmm. But the battlefield of the mind, you know, was something that was huge for us. Um, you know, because we were born again, but we still had to deal with the things that mm -hmm. were in mm -hmm. our minds. And um, and it's so important, amen, for us to to understand that, amen, that uh, when you got saved, amen, immediately you became a new person. And there's a lot of things that you, there was ways that you thought, ways that you, you talked, ways that you uh, reacted to things, ways that actions that you did, places that you went. And you had, we had to renew our mind, renew our, our soulish realm, renew our mind to not think that way, act that way, say those things. And that was difficult. There was a lot of things that were, that were still, that had, you know, the old things passed away. There's things that, um, that, that took a while to pass away, but we were constantly trying to renew our mind. It was an, it felt like an everyday battle. You yes. Know, every and it, single and it day. was. It, yeah. You know, it really was. But, you know, you, you just quoted a scripture that I think is really good for us to go to. Oh. And that is uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And let's read verse 17 because this really says a lot, amen, about, you know, how to grab a hold of your life. So, you know, this is Christianity 101. So for those of you that have been saved for a while, you probably know this. For those of you that haven't, amen, this is going to be a blessing to you either way, amen. But 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, you mind reading that, love? Yes. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Old ways of thinking, reasoning, behaving, and understanding yeah, you have know, to pass away. So if you're a new creature in Christ, it checks out. It says you're basically, literally, uh, you know, the, the Greek word here means species. You're an entirely new mm -hmm. species when you get born again. Amen. Your spirit is made alive in Christ. Amen. So you are a new creature, but we're a new creature with an old mind, mm. you know, and that's why it says old things will pass away. Now, I want you to know that's a process. It's a process we had to learn. Mm -hmm. It's a process that you have to learn to endure. Mm -hmm. Amen. That the more of that old life you get rid of, the more room you make for the new life that God has given to you. It's like, you know, when you get a brand new phone, you know, it just seems like if you have an iPhone, it seems like every single year, you know, there's a new phone, there's a new thing. And you mm -hmm. can have a three-year-old phone and put on um, a new case. You could put on a new screen protector. You could even get a new cord to plug it into the wall, but it's still going to have the old software. It's yep. still going to have the old software, and you're still going to have that little thing that pops up to update, to update, <laughs> and to update. It seems like every few months you're trying to update your phone so they can get new software. Mm -hmm. And when we get saved, we're constantly having to update our brain to mm -hmm. make sure that we're 
thinking the right things and saying the right things according to the word of God. You know, that is the software that we need inside of our brain. Yeah, yeah. you're a new computer running on old software. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if you're taking notes, write this down. Satan is the enemy of your soul. And his favorite place, amen, to set up camp is in your mind. Mm. He knows that everything you will do in this life will begin with the thought that you have. Mm -hmm. Amen. So he's going to try to command your thoughts. Amen. So it's important for us to understand this. You're a new creature in Christ. When we got saved, we knew, man, that we were forgiven. Man, we felt the, the weight of our sin, the guilt mm -hmm. of our sin, the shame of our sin. Man, immediately it was removed. Mm -hmm. But we still had the memory of our sin. Yes. We still had patterns of, 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 of thinking and ways that we reasoned mm -hmm. that were embedded in us. Mm -hmm. And that's where the Bible and that scripture we just read talks about the renewing of the mind. Old things must pass away. All things become new. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 21 through 24. Man, this is good right here. This was something that you and I grabbed a hold of uh, early in our walk with God. And um, if you will, I'm going to let you read that in the King James, and then I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation. But Ephesians chapter 4, verse 21 through 24, this right here, amen, is a scripture that just it connects with what we just read over in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Um, if, if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, they put they that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So he Amen. says we got to put off that old man. Basically, it's that old life. Amen. You're letting it go. You're getting rid of it. But he says right here that you have to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Amen. You have a new spirit, but man, your mind, again, it's that it's running on that old software, you know, and in the New Living Translation, it says it this way, but that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature in your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception Instead, let mm. the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Mm, now, this is the thing is that it is a process, amen? Because if you're going to renew the man, you have to renew the mind. Right. And do you remember when we first got saved, that was one of our, that was I the really biggest was. battlefield was us having to deal with the the thoughts and the and the, the anger and the unforgiveness and the, the, the history we had that was that was inside of us and how we would, I'd always handle things with violence. Oh, I know. And so when I got saved. Uh, it's, Not towards me. You no, never, never, never towards, towards you. Me. But, man, I, I had to deal with that even as a Christian, you know, dealing with that. And you and I, I mean, share with our audience some of the things that we did when we first got saved that helped us to gain control over not just our thoughts, because our thoughts were the things that caused us to react and to do what we did. Um, well, for us, you know, everybody has a different story, but for us, when we first got saved, we had so much, um, you know, unforgiveness, so much anger. When we got saved, we were already at that place to where we're separating. We're already at that place to where we're about to get a divorce. So for us, it was not only getting saved and having a renewal of the mind, when it came to being saved, but also renewal of the mind when it came to us together. It wasn't like 
we were ha had a happy marriage, yeah. and then we got saved, and then everything's just wonderful. No, for us, it was we had a marriage that was on the rocks. We had a marriage that that was completely destroyed by just so much stuff that we had done to each other. So then when we got saved, we had to not only renew our mind as a new creature in Christ, but renew our mind as now I am a born-again wife that needs to live up to this Proverbs 31 thing, you know? <laughs> it's like, what is that? Who is she, you know? Mm. I, I didn't want to be like her until at the end I realized this woman shops and she has <laughs> service. I'm like, oh, I need, I need to be like her, you know? And so, anyways, uh, um, so I had to renew my mind into understanding that not only am I to live this life for myself and have a mind uh, of Christ in that area, but uh, a mind of Christ when it comes to my husband, when it comes to my children, we had one at the time. And so it was a constant battlefield because, uh, you know, in one sense, I wanted to, I wanted this life of, of Christ and renewing my mind so that me and you could yeah. have a good marriage. And in the other sense, it was like, it would be just a lot easier if you just left. Mm -hmm. It would just be a lot easier. I wouldn't have to deal with you. It'd just be me and my kid, you know. So I had to renew my mind to understand that God's best for me and you was for us to stay together. And so it was a roller coaster. It, oh my gosh, it, it was a it roller really coaster. It really was. And, and you know, when it came to, like in our situation, we had, we lost our love yes, for each other. Yes. So we're born again. We love God with everything, everything. but we still didn't like each other. No. We mm -hmm. had so much stuff that we had to undo. And, and we had to renew our minds because it did affect our attitude, how yes. we talked to each other, how we treated each other. Yes. Even being born again, again, old things are passing oh, yeah. away. And I want to say this, don't give up. No, don't. Amen, don't give up. Endure the process. Amen, change takes some time and it takes work. We worked on ourselves. Amen, as you had shared in our previous episode, you know, to where instead of focusing on, oh, God, change her, mm -hmm. you know, God will always mm -hmm. cause you to focus on yourself because you, you can only change what you own, yeah. you know. And, and I had to realize, Lord, I, I need help. And, and so... What we did, we found this scripture where it says that you renew your mind. And so we got involved in like a discipleship class. We yes. got involved in everything Anything. that the church offered to get the word of God in us. So that way we knew what God wants, mm -hmm. how to live. And also the word of God taught us how to deal with those old ways of thinking mm -hmm. and reasoning and behaving. You know, one thing I would just say that was really, really important, that was really important in our walk with the Lord and really important in renewing our mind was the willingness to do that, mm, that yeah. setting aside. And I really feel like that was something that you and I, um, especially you grasped so early on, is that putting away of self and putting away of the things that you wanted, putting us the... I think that for us, it was just so much easier to put aside what I wanted, yeah. to put aside what you wanted, and to just allow God to fill us with things that he wanted. And I honestly, I really feel like that's why God, you know, was able to work with us because it, we were so, we were just so thankful for what he had done in our yeah. lives to save us, you mm -hmm. know. Not even what he was going to do because we didn't know what he was going to do in our marriage. We didn't know we what no God idea. was going to do. We had nothing. I was just so thankful for him, you know, saving me for him because I was under so much torment and so much um, just constant torment in my mind about the things that I had done, the things that I had said. You know, I was in just 
just this torment in my mind. And then when Jesus came to save me, I felt like that torment of I'm going to go to hell, of that torment of I'm not forgiven was gone. That was all gone. But then all of a sudden I had this like, okay, I'm, I'm saved I'm, and I'm not going to go to hell, but I still had all those thoughts in my mind mm-hmm. of the things. And so when I got saved and I realized, you know what, just give all that to the Lord, he was able to come in and fill all those thoughts with godly things. You know, yeah. he was able to do that, you know, and I know he did that for you. Yeah, amen. But I, I really believe it was the wanting it so bad. And not only that, but surrendering, mm-hmm. surrendering our will, surrendering our emotions, because, you know, you were talking about our soul. It was just that surrender to God that said, God, I don't, I don't, um, I don't want anything of me. I want everything of you. Yeah. And we were, we were desperate. Because quitting wasn't an option. Mm-mm. Man, there was nothing to go back to. And and I know for me, you know, one of the, the things that was in front of me and that was on my mind a whole lot right at the point I got saved was, you know, um, you know, I was becoming suicidal mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and, and wanting to destroy life, mine and others. And I remember just God taking over. And the moment I got saved, it was like I've never felt anything like that before, mm-hmm. and, and, and nothing can even compare to salvation. But it was at that moment I knew that God had more for us. If it was mm-hmm. this good at the beginning, I know there's hope, Amen. and I know that there's greater. He didn't save me just to stop the chaos in my life, the mm-hmm. hell that was in my life. He came to give me a life. You know, the Bible says in John 10, 10, you know, that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that they may have life. And that more abundantly. Mm, he really wants you good. to have an abundant life, really not good. just an existence. We didn't need to exist. We needed life. Amen. And so as we exposed ourselves to God, this is the thing that that you and I learned at the very beginning was that we didn't know every, we didn't know barely mm-hmm. anything. We knew nothing. But we knew that we could learn it. That's right. <laughs> We're like, I might not know it now, but we will learn it. And man, we became students of the Bible. We became faithful to church because that's one of the places where you're going to get the greatest amount of word mm-hmm. is being in the local church. Amen. Those messages, amen, help renew our mind and change our character. Mm, yes. the, the messages that we learned. And then it was also being a part of specialty groups. What I mean by that is you went to women's meetings. I went to men's meetings. We got around other people discipleship process. yeah that we're changing just like us in new beginners yeah new, new foundations, <clears throat> yeah yeah newfound faith foundations and and in those things helped us to get some momentum behind us in the way that we were thinking and behaving and i will say this sometimes you will fail at the beginning i failed uh again you know anger and different things were a part of me and i remember one time even almost hitting a teenager when we were at church because the kid got me upset and uh, I mean, I was like 22-ish when that happened. and um, But I remember uh, just cocking back on him and telling the youth pastor, man, you better get this kid out of my face. Man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock him out. You were a youth leader. And I was a youth leader. Ah! And, I had but, to grab your arm. <clears throat> I was like, Josh! Yeah, and so, but the thing is this, is that, you know, we didn't quit because we failed. There was times we failed so much. And Satan will try to convince you that you cannot live a good life that you can't change who you are. You can't change, you know, the way that you you behave. I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. Amen. God has given us everything that pertains unto life and godliness. And if he did it for us, 
He can do it for you. He can restore. Right. He can heal. He can mend. He can, he can advance you. He can use your life. But you have to focus on changing the way that you think. That The yes. renewal of the mind is paramount. You know, the Bible tells us over in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So is he. You're going to be, amen, a product of the way that you see yourself. Mm -hmm. And the word of God gives you the Lord's view of how he sees your life. He doesn't see you for the broken person you've been or for the sinner that you've been. He sees you for what he created you to be, his son, his daughter, mm -hmm. victorious, strong, amen. That's what he sees you as. Amen, amen. And you need to see, that's what God sees you as, but you need to see yourself as that way. You know, it's one thing for you to hear it in the word, see it, you know, hear it, see it, you know, put the word inside of you. But if, if the word is inside of you and you can't see yourself being yeah. victorious, you look at yourself in the mirror and you can't see that victorious person that the word talks about, you can't see yourself that way. It's going to be hard for you to have that in your mind. Mm -hmm. I When I look in the mirror, you know, I grew up in, I always talk about uh, my my dad always telling me that I could be whatever I wanted. He's mm -hmm. always telling me I was beautiful, always telling me I could do whatever I wanted. So I had that. So then when I find, you know, God and the Holy Spirit, and he's telling me the same thing, it was easy for me to grasp. And so uh, maybe you don't have that experience, but, you know, what you can do is make sure that you're looking at yourself in the mirror. And you're, you know, the enemy can be coming at your mind telling you this and this and that, but the word is paramount. The word yes. is truth. So mm. you take what the word is saying about you and you speak. Speak that out. Yeah, I don't care if you have yep. to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am a woman of God or mm -hmm. I'm a man of God. I am godly. I have a, the mind of Christ. Anything that comes to me, um, you know, that is not of God, I cast down. You know, all those things that you need to say to yourself. And, and you know, you may feel silly looking in the mirror and talking to yourself. But you, know, you just need to talk yourself into winning. Yeah. Talk yourself into being victorious. And talk yourself into believing the word of God is not only for you. Um, not only for others, but for you. It seems like sometimes it's easy for people to believe, oh, God could do that for them, or God mm -hmm. did that for them, but not for themselves. Yeah, no, God loves you like he loves them. God will give you victory in your mind and in your spirit like he did other people. Amen. And what you do is you go to the word of God and you find, you know, that those scriptures that have to deal with where you're at. You know, if you have unforgiveness in your heart towards people, mm -hmm. there are scriptures where, God will help you, amen, to deal with that unforgiveness. If there's anger in your life, there are scriptures to help you with that. The thing is you have to go to the word of God where your help will be found, amen? And if you don't renew your mind, you can't renew the man. And if yeah. you don't, don't change the way you think, you cannot change the way you live. And that's why Satan's going to fight you so hard to keep you from being in a place where you're reading your Bible. You'll never have time enough to read your Bible, uh, that you don't have time to go to church, you know. He'll try to do all kinds of things to keep you away from the Word because the Word is what is going to change your life. It's going to change the way you think so you can change the way you live. And so it's important that you understand that. Be a Word Christian. Be in a church where the Word of God is being preached. Come on. Because I'm telling you right now, stories aren't going to change your life. You know what I'm saying? Little Reader's Digest messages are not going to change your life. You want to know what does God have to say about this situation. And then you rehearse that word right. in your life. Amen. And, uh, and eventually, you know, you will see that, man, that as you put that word in you, man, it, come out of you. Oh, it's going to empower you, amen, to become everything that it, that it says you should be.
you know, let's take a moment right now and let's pray for, mm -hmm. let's pray for our friends. Amen. Just stretch your hands towards us. We want to say a prayer for you. We want you to have victory today. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just lift up, Lord, our family and friends, Lord, these viewers, wherever they may be around the world, Lord, we pray right now, Lord, for the renewing of the mind, Lord. You sent your word to us, Lord, to help heal us and to restore us and to renew us. And I just come against every evil thought that's been trying to dominate, Lord, their life, every negative thing that's tried to influence their attitude and the way that they reason things. And I pray, Lord, let your love break through right now. I pray, Lord, that every evil thought, Lord, be brought low. You, Lord, we bring those things into captivity. And, Lord, we loose, mighty God, the power of your spirit, the wisdom of your spirit, the Thank joy you, of their salvation. Lord, I pray, Lord, bring every high Thank thing you, low. And, Lord, let your word remain. And, Lord, may our lives never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We love you. Amen. And I'm telling you, victory is yours. Amen. It's a fixed fight that we're in. And God is going to help you, amen, to come out stronger than you've ever been. Amen. We thank you again for being with us here on Kingdom Concepts. And we look forward to continuing, amen, this series on the battle of the mind. Because we want you, amen, to be able to not only help yourself, but there's a whole lot of people that God wants amen. to reach through you. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you guys again soon.